You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Welcome back to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Shanali Basak with Vani Quinn. And it's time now for our Wall Street Week daily segment. Former U.S. Treasury Secretary Larry Summers joined Bloomberg's David Weston earlier to take a look back at 2023 and some of the predictions that were made about inflation. Take a listen. We basically got an outcome that was closer to Team Transitory's prediction, inflation came down, with policy that is what their opponents were insisting on. Interest rates far beyond what they were recommending, far beyond what the Fed was predicting as of almost any date uh, in the recent past. So the record's a bit ambiguous. Yes, absolutely, there have been important supply elements, uh, I have always stressed that we never were an 8% or a 7% inflation country, that because of bottlenecks, a variety of prices went up, adding to inflation, and they would then come down, subtracting uh, from inflation. I'm not sure we're really a 2% target inflation country in any durable sense. I look, for example, at the 5.2% wage increase the federal government just gave at strike activity that's more than it's been in a decade, at still tight uh, labor markets, at potential geopolitical risks in commodity markets, at the fact that house prices have really started to turn uh, back up. And I'm far from sure where we're going to go on inflation. So to declare that proverbial soft landing to have taken place uh, seems to me to be uh, premature. So I think we're still in an ambiguous situation. Uh, I've been saying, David, on your show uh, for close to a year now that there are three possibilities, that the economy turns down uh, quickly, that the economy achieves the proverbial soft landing, and that in a sense, we, nev- we don't ever achieve a secure landing and inflation never really gets down to target and even reaccelerates. And obviously, we didn't see the hard landing in 2023. I was never as sure as many people were that that would come because, as you also know, I've been arguing that neutral interest rates have gone up. So policy is not as contractionary as many people expect and that the impact of interest rates are lower than many people have expected. So I'm not terribly surprised that we haven't seen 
a recession in uh, 2023. And I think there are risks looking at some of the credit figures for the next uh, while. We may achieve that soft landing. I'd certainly say it looks better and more likely than it did six or eight months ago. Uh, I always said that soft landings were the triumph of hope over experience, but occasionally hope may triumph over experience. Uh, Larry, one of the big developments of 2023 was uh, generative AI, something you brought to Wall Street Week actually back when ChatGPT was first announced. Uh, as you look at it now, and you have a role actually now in OpenAI, uh, what are the possibilities for generative AI in 2024? What should we be looking forward to? What, for that matter, should we be concerned about? David, I, I think uh, this is an immense uh, development. Um, I think that it, there's a ton of uncertainty about what uh, the timing is uh, going to uh, be. I'm not sure that it's going to be quite as revolutionary for productivity as we measure it quite as rapidly as some people uh, hope. But this is, uh, you know, people use the term general purpose technology. I can think of almost no area of human activity, almost no area of economic endeavor that is not going to be profoundly affected um, by these technologies. And I have no doubt that they are going to get substantially better and here's the thing that I want to emphasize. At the early stage of a technology, David, people always think about how it can do currently recognized tasks better and more efficiently. But ultimately, it's the new tasks of which we have not conceived that is the larger effect of new technologies. And finally, Larry, uh, 2023 was a year of geopolitical strife. We started it with the war in Ukraine continuing. We added then the attack of Hamas on Israel and the difficulties that's raised in the Middle East for so many people. We have continued tension with China. As you look at the macroeconomics of 2024, how did geopolitics fit in? The post-Cold War holiday from history is uh, over. The world is once again a very dangerous place with the prospect of war between uh, major powers. The way in which the United States has conceived itself in terms of national security is no longer viable. We are going to have to invest substantially more in all aspects of national security. That ranges from increased defense spending well above current uh, projections to thinking about national security issues as we think about our educational uh, system, as we did after uh, Sputnik, to thinking about our investment in connections 
uh, all over uh, the world. The idea that we can rely on a growing spread of democratic market-oriented economies to usher in a better world is no longer uh, valid. And that makes for a much more uncertain and dangerous world with the possibility of geopolitics at any moment bearing importantly on markets than uh, many of us have uh, become uh, used to. I worry about uh, the possibility of uh, conflict much more than I would have a few years ago. And I think that whether you're a student, a professor in a university, a worker in a business, a leader of a uh, business, I think the idea that we all need to think about our country and its responsibility to keep itself safe and what it does in the world's capacity for the world's uh, safety. Uh, I think back now to John Kennedy's inaugural about asking ourselves not what our country can do for us, but we, what we can do for our country as again being a kind of theme that our leaders are going to need to strike and our people in business are going to need to uh, respond uh, to. These are very, very serious times, uh, David, in a way that I think many who are alive today and have not really seen or contemplated. Larry Summers, their former U.S. Treasury Secretary. Success. It's discipline. It's teamwork. It's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel, it's where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.